Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast for the recently deceased. I'm Nate Roberts. I am Rodney Godek. How you doing, brother? I'm doing very well. Uh, and the reason I'm Oof. doing so well, the reason I'm doing Why? so well, is because we're talking Tom. about Talk to Me. Um, this movie, all expectations blown out of the water. Um, yeah. The you know we've said it a dozen times we might have even said it a thousand times 2023 the worst year for horror in forever um, talk to me has has my hopes up you know maybe the end of the year we can get a couple more gems out of this uh, out of this season abysmal Something. season so, abysmal, horror, yeah, just damn. terrible um, but yes so I'm glad to be here with you to talk about talk to me yeah man uh i'm also equally stoked uh this is um it, interestingly enough a lot of people it, this has been a very impactful movie very uh seemingly formative for a lot of people's horror movie journeys uh and some people even saying in a similar fashion to the way that uh, hereditary might have been so we're going to find out if that kind of praise or accolade is worthy. So talk to me. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an emboldened hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Written and directed by the Filippo brothers, Danny and Michael of YouTube and Aussie fame, uh, primarily written by Danny with Bill Hensman and Daley Pearson, starring Ari McCarthy, Imish Phillips, Kit Eric Bruce, and a handful of other seemingly unknowns. Um, yeah, man, talk to me. A movie produced by one of the greatest, uh, in part, uh, or at least released by maybe not um completely financed by this was their own movie uh a24 bought the rights this movie was made by these gentlemen and it was shopped after festival acclaim and a24 got their grubby hands on it because they know a goddamn gem when they see one um i'm not talking to you tilda swinton and your piece of shit movie but all the other ones yes so Let's get into it, brother. I can't remember the name of that garbage, but we're not going to mention it. We are not going to rain on Talk to Me Parade. All right. Ever ever watch a horror film that's more than just jump scares? Enter Talk to Me. This Australian gem caught me off guard, blending the raw emotions of loss with classic horror. Right from the get-go, there's a moment with an embalmed hand, which is the catalyst for terror throughout the film. Such a powerful metaphor for our grip on the past. Mia's journey, as depicted by Sophie Wilde, tore right through me. It's an agonizing dance with the supernatural, a longing to hear from those gone. Miranda Otto's presence really lingers, blurring the line between what's real and what's a haunting illusion. There's a dreamlike quality to the film that is both unsettling and mesmerizing. Sometimes... It stumbles, losing its pace, but it shines when questioning our memory's reliability, especially in grief. By the end, what you're left with is haunting and introspective. This isn't just any other horror film. It delves deep, challenging not just your fears, but your very perceptions. A well-deserved 8 out of 10. Excellent. Excellent. 
So, gosh, how can I add to it, Nate? I'll tell you. Um, Talk to me is uh, such a comforting experience to have gone through, considering what we've been through as brothers watching films this year in horror. Uh, So refreshingly made, shot, and written, it really did bring back the passion for the genre that we have, I think in a, in a really awful year, all of the themes that you kind of mentioned, I'll just reiterate it. Well, maybe you not didn't mention specifically, but grief, absolutely. Ruminations on grief, uh, youth and it's allure or need vapidness with, with social media. Uh, but then also with drug use, Everything that's going on in this film has these tones and saturation of metaphor and meaning that you don't absolutely have to be eating up and processing. But I guarantee you by the end of the film, with the way that it's paced and the way that it's shot and executed, that all of these things are now presented to you that you can spend hours upon hours of conversing with someone in in your life that's shared this experience with you of just dissecting the movie and it will be as satisfying as watching it rewatching it will be even more satisfying noticing things and re-experiencing things sharing the experience of the first watch with someone new to see their reaction to some of the events uh is all hits so much harder and is more fulfilling a second time because it's all just presented near pitch perfect uh in a year that was just so desperate for something like this to occur uh i loved everything about the movie uh agree with maybe some of the pacing but ultimately agree with your final score and this is going to be a once in a blue moon we get this and i'm also in alignment here with uh, an eight out of ten for talk to me yeah absolutely um Let's uh, let's just say right now that we're going right into spoilers. Um, yeah, highly so, recommend to watch yeah, this. Do yeah, not listen no. to us without yeah. having seen it. Right. If you haven't watched the movie, turn it off now. Um, this is this is a a treat uh, from 2023 uh, that you you don't want ruined. Um, Sophie Wilde. Uh, yeah. She was amazing uh just just phenomenal performance um i just the end of the movie is just like right in my head right now and it's so it's just i can't yeah. get, i can't get rid of that last like five seconds <laughs> sure. Such, so it was I so mean, good <laughs> yeah i think that her character and the way that she's dealt with all the emotions that she's going through the grief that she's processing finding this seeming connection uh, through this insane circumstance, a horrific ex- circumstance that she now feels like she's the only one that can see the reality, but everything's clouded and confusing. There's a bit of a, the you know the the unreliable narrator that you're experiencing a little bit, and that can kind of keep pulling you in different ways where you're not sure. But but she carries it. The weight of all of that stuff that has to be communicated. Yes, Sophie Wilde is a star for leading us into this movie. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then, uh, you know, as I mentioned, uh, the Miranda Otto uh, 
Just, mm -hmm. uh, what is a nice touch to see her in there? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I... Eowyn? Eowyn, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen I her no since. Man. I don't think I've seen her since Lord of the Rings. Uh, um, and and there she was. We've had and, one uh, talk to me, yes. And uh, yeah, it was. I mean, she was great too. Just just an excellent excellent uh, cameo. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, Adelaide, Adelaide, yeah, Australian, yeah. the town yeah. that they're shooting and takes place in. Yeah. So so a twenty four. All you know, all day. We love A twenty four. The uh, mm -hmm. the heredity parallels um, between like the the family drama. Yeah. You know, it's the 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 little brother is the one who's afflicted in hereditary. It's the it's the younger sister who, you know, gets decapped by the uh, telephone pole. <laughs> Which I still, I mean, I I, I love hereditary. Um, but I this like that sequence I always thought was funny. I didn't really. Um, I was. I just was. You know, we all watch horror movies for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, you're the asshole in the movie theater. Like, oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, oh my god. The telephone pole to hit a right. Who's that guy? Face. He laughed at that scene. <laughs> Ruined the movie for everyone in the theater. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I mentioned it just because I had heard or I'd seen a few people on on uh, on the Reddit talk about it. In those kinds of terms that for some yeah. of them and they're all at different paths in life you know as when they're encountering these movies sure. for whatever reason their age and everything when they saw this it seems to have had that weight that a movie like hereditary for people a few years younger or older at this point uh I, also had you know, I, you know I don't i don't i don't mean to to trash ari oster aster in any way uh here but i let's I, wait until we let's wait until we talk and watch bo is afraid and then we <laughs> will we'll I, determine mary astra's fate but i i thought i thought talk to me was a little better than than hereditary i mean hereditary is a oh, great sure. it's a great movie and everybody like word yeah a lot of people a lot of people put it on like scariest movie of the last 10 years lists and yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was good but i don't know how if it was that good like i i, I think midsummer sure. was better too like Hereditary, mm. Hereditary did did what it did. It just did it really slowly. <laughs> you know, mm. like it More, had yeah. a it had a very uh, excellent and impactful third act, but acts one and two sure. were just like were just like, oh come on, just get it over with. Yeah, uh, the grief and the 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 dread of things they really do slowly let it seep in. I enjoyed the the build of it, but sure, I understand that gripe. I, I'm right there with you on slow burns. Uh, it was just a mm -hmm. little too slow for me, you know. And you, you've got Gabriel Byrne in the movie, and he didn't really do much. And you, you know, you want you want him to to really chew up some scenery, and he didn't. Um, which which is you know it's it's fine. Uh, the I can never remember the the mother, uh, her actor the her name, but um, uh, Tony Collette. Tony Collette, yeah, she's she's fantastic at everything she does. She's amazing, yeah, yeah, no, sure. But that was an amazing performance. The yes, dinner scene. No, no, I, yeah. The horror community has agreed that that's the hill they're dying on as far as why horror doesn't get nominated. Like that should have been nominated uh, sure. for an Academy Award of some sort. So look, uh, talk to me. Uh, talk to me. Yeah, back to that. I Sorry. can't. Sorry to digress. You're fine. The digressions are obviously a nice change of pace uh you can't i think it's just a, it's crazy to think of these guys being youtube stars and then having this idea you know and just it i love how it reinforces indie cinema 
indie films like if you if you have an idea if you write things a certain way and you just work really hard to try to get things out there because it's not as if these guys were incredibly wealthy or anything like they took a lot of their resources and knowledge they and they lived the life they put themselves on film crews and other things so that they could be a part of sets and learning the ins and outs and it helped get them to a situation where they could go to connections to help make this film uh but it was all the passion of everything of doing it that really got it to become what it was it's all of them um and everything about the the subtext of everything that's happening, I think, is just so prescient with today. The social media aspect, I think, is amazingly well tucked in there. You know, that this event is occurring at a party. Yeah. And you try to – we can't put ourselves in the shoes of an 18-year-old anymore. You right. know, we can't really picture that, really how it feels at this day and age. But the way that it is presented does to me seem legit that this is what these dumb little bastards would do with confronted when confronted with something of this. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Likely yeah, they, an they would, unrealistic situation. Yeah. They'd, they'd make it. Yeah. They'd make it a web live show. Of course. Of and course. make it a joke. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent seems like what would actually happen. And whereas we've seen um, a lot of horror um, in the last couple of years, take social media as a, as a catalyst, um, this, yeah, cancel this... me, bro. Cancel me, yeah. Leatherface. <laughs> this, this movie didn't. It's it said we're going to use social media a, as <laughs> something that happens every day in our lives because it does, but we're not going to make the entire crux of our story, um, you know, balance on the fact that I'm I have a web series or that I'm a. Uh, right. podcast oh sure yeah that, the behind know, the scenes, yes. yeah yeah so so as soon as i saw the youtube i was like i was like oh no i was a little scared right but then that it but, might, but might i was very but it really happy. is just in the background yeah yeah, yeah. i was very happy where to, up, yeah. to bring in and to inform it's just it's there to kind of have a way to like uh uh to access or to understand the naivete of the characters this this they don't know they have no there's no fear of death because they're still babies. They have no idea what life is about. They don't right. know all of the awful horrors that are about to befall them in a couple years. There's still this innocence of it. And they don't know anything bad can about, about foot fetishes. <laughs> May always, I don't know, sucking my feet. Sure. And if you've uh, seen the movie, yeah. kudos, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> kudos to the fucking geniuses apparently at Online Ceramics and A24 thinking that merch with some of those scenes from the movie is something anyone wants to have. They've really jumped the shark on all of their merch. Okay. Now, the fan art that I've made that is available on Tees, I think is actually well executed and is kind of cool and subtle nod to the movie to kind of enjoy it more. It's not this like just shock value. I'm not going to walk around at the T-shirt of this little kid's face beaten up, and mm, that's what they've that's, done. Yeah. It's crazy. The social media is great. The parallels, the other parallel, we, you've already mentioned group, but the drug parallel, I also am so hooked on. Like, and it's it. They experience the hand and that whole thing as a drug. It, they're right. partying. They're getting high, yeah. and that's part of what fuels this experience. And that allegory to actual drug use and what it does to a person or could do to a person that is uh addicted, you know yeah yeah addicted or just has those indicators that are susceptible to turning it into a really bad 
behavior in life, you know, that's going to take you down the wrong path yeah. or like it does with Mia. Yeah. All of that. It's, it's all so perfectly laid out and presented. It all works. There's nothing that's wrong about any of those decisions, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would go, I would go so far as to say as Mia <clears throat> definitely takes like a, an addiction kind of uh, yes. l- line. And then, and then you have the boy, the the little brother who ta- who who has the same, uh, you know, he's got the curiosity, he's got the mm-hmm. he's got the oh let me try it, you know, and and she's doing like, it in she's front like, of him, and and she's he like how she, fun it is. They're like they're like okay, but instead of the full dose, we're gonna give you a half a dose, yeah. you know. And then yeah. of course it's accidentally too much, which you know we've seen before, but like, but oh my god, dude. yeah, <laughs> we talk about the way that that happens like everything about that scene that leading up to that scene oh yeah the way that as if you were the dread of it oh yeah. my god I, I, the second watch dude i was actually sick to my stomach because i felt so bad like and i was watching it with my wife and you know she doesn't do well with a lot of stuff and i'm like oh my god this is actually really fucking heavy yeah yeah but that's that scene was was just incredible i i was on the edge of my seat during that. I think that that scene was the height of tension for the movie. After that, you yeah. know, it's a little more action. Uh, sure. Action. Well, and, and, uh, and the best part about it is that they do that montage right before it. The montage is high energy, the party. And I will, I, I've got inside information. Well, I've watched a goddamn interview with the directors and they talk about it. <laughs> but it's still fucking cool to think about that. They shot that relatively abbreviated and quick. They had all the actors. They were playing that soundtrack, which everyone that's now doing TikToks or uh, Grams uh, is using the Richard um, Richard Mont uh, Lamond. It's this old French song that he's remastered and remixed uh, to make modern. That okay. song is everywhere now, and it's because of this movie. They were playing it in the background while they're shooting all the scenes. So everything that's choreographed is to the beat of the music because they're all listening to it, knowing that this is going to be the montage scene and they're partying and they're just doing it real quick and just flying around doing all these shots and all these takes and just quick, 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 quick. Like this event that occurred in a very finite period of time. And it's so amazingly well executed and edited with the music. Uh, that that high that we are experiencing as viewers, how fun it is. Like, and you're like kind of caught off guard because you don't think it should be fun because you know the horrors of what could be happening, but you're along for the ride. And then that just insanely abrupt cut to when he asks to do it, that you just know uh, is not going to work out. And like that, that drop emotionally is so fucking severe. Like oh, yeah. you said, it's, it's so insanely potent. <laughs> uh wow like yeah yeah it really he, is the like as soon as he says can i try my heart just sinks like yeah you know that it's gonna go bad like this so you, you're like you're like you, you assume it's gonna be mia you assume it's gonna be mia you assume it's gonna be mia at the, he goes can i try and then you're like oh fuck it's gonna be the, the kid yeah <laughs> it's it low and then the minute you realize who he's convening with you go lower even again because right. you know it's going to now cause the issue to occur. And oh my god, like just didn't see it coming, hits you in the solar plexus. You're not breathing for yeah. a couple minutes. Wow. Oh yeah, just uh, just excellently written, uh, very well edited, as you said. Um, Man, we've gushed about this a lot. Can we yeah, quickly just talk yeah. about your feelings of the ending and how you feel? Do oh. you want to? We don't have to. Like your thoughts on like. <sighs> 
how to interpret some of the symbolism of the hospital scene. Oh, geez. I don't even, uh, I, I do you have, I don't, I, I don't, I think you can, you can just oh, go. Okay. Well, so... go with it. Yeah. It's not I didn't. I, have, I didn't like... watch it twice. I, I didn't get a second okay. viewing it. I really wanted to watch it today, to be honest. I just. I didn't get sure. a chance to. <laughs> uh, well, it's just like so in the hospital. Like, like okay. I think that we're all in agreement that at some during the culmination. Again, please, please, you're not listening to this without having seen the movie. Please do not do that to me. I would. I would. <laughs> I won't be able to sleep if I know that that's happening to anyone sure. still listening. Christ. Because uh, we didn't really spoil anything yet. But I'm spoiling it now. She definitely jumps and realizes that she needs to make this decision to not do this to Riley. Uh, I think that's pretty clear because of him being there and he's, you know, the the sister didn't stop her from doing it and push her. I, she jumped, her decision. Right. But then this afterlife type experience, this limbo uh, that starts to, that you don't realize is happening, but is happening. I think that you're seeing Riley and family get well, you know, the turning the quarter, the space, the distance, the time that it took since doing it did impact or weaken the demons that were undertaking him. And everything that she was seeing was, was her water demon. That was always there. Yeah. Which sidebar old Greg, definitely poor makeup choice early in the film, but forgivable. Um, (laughs) You know, you know, Uh, and, so you see him getting better, but then the, I'm still not sure how I want to feel about the father because you see him there as well, and she's calling for him. He enters an elevator, and the elevator flashes the up arrow for a couple seconds before it tweaks out, the lights go out, and then it's done. So you can see it like he did die, and he's going to heaven. The arrow is symbolizing that. Like I, I like part of me, like I'm, I'm seeing that, and I'm thinking I want to put it together, but like. Part of me is also like, nah, he just got better, and he was actually okay. Mm. But I kind of am leaning towards the the heavenly route, uh, also because of her finding it. Um, I wish that the story was done. I am really, really upset that there's going to be more of this world that we're going to learn about, to be honest. Sure. Sure. How, how do you feel about that? Or if you want to respond to my All interpretations right. or observations. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to do a little comparison here. I, I feel like uh, the very end um, where she pops up in the, uh, the talk to me, mm-hmm. um, I, I felt a lot like the end of the original Candyman when, uh, when Virginia Madsen had replaced Candyman and had popped out uh, from behind the, the right, the mirror at the end. Sure. I, I, I just I just like for that scene, just that one scene, you know, I'm not saying mm-hmm. this, this is a Candyman ripoff. No, I, I just I just felt a little a little parallel there. And I'm she is to, wearing a lot of yellow. It's very bee like. I'm going to go on to say that um, that Candyman two and three were really terrible movies. Uh, so maybe <laughs> talk to me, too, is a bad idea. Uh, talk to me was Maybe. was okay. Like 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 let's let's put it in the in the the um, let's compare it to Candyman. The first Candyman was was a masterpiece, and and I would go out on a limb and say that Talk to Me is a masterpiece. It doesn't need a sequel. It was an excellent story. Yeah. We don't need to know. We don't need to know what happens next, guys. Don't tell us. It can only go down. You, you know, 
you think your yeah. ideas are good, but you need somebody there to tell you when your ideas are bad. And it's it's two brothers, right? Yeah. So they're Money like, is a <laughs> powerful drug. No, that's true. That's true. But then let somebody else do it. Let somebody don't don't do it yourself. Let let like sure. you know Spielberg makes the first movie, Richard Donner comes in to make the second movie, and he shits all over it. Right? Let's let. Yeah. <laughs> let's... I mean, the only way like I know that from what I had heard, they had shot uh, Duncan's story. Duncan's the the intro character at the beginning of the movie, who's mm -hmm. first in the throes of of what Mia is in the throes of within this movie. Uh, I think that they shot like a prequel type story, but I believe it's like a short. It's not a full length feature. Okay. I think that that's already occurred. So I'm like hoping, okay, maybe this is that, but maybe it doesn't seem like it is. It seems like that would be a, an add in for a DVD. Right. Or it seems like this is going to be a continuation in the world. You know, you want to give us a sequel. Don't, don't put Sophie Wilde in it. Like, don't put anyone up. Don't, don't put, put any of these people on it. Put the arm it on the other side story. of the world. It's just some yeah, other people story. find it and a different thing happens. Maybe even different <laughs> genre or like uh, yeah. all of the motivations of how it's make it like an actual ghost story. Make it like an insidious thing where it takes place inside the purgatory type world or it's from the perspective of the demon. I don't fucking know, but yeah. you have to get away from this as far as possible to make it not a cash grab yeah imitation yeah. that is just redundant yeah because, because yeah more there, of the more of the same new yeah more of the same is going to be bad um so that's the fear and that's it talk to me i gave it an eight eight out of ten for the rodster go see this movie and we will see you next time for the podcast for the recently deceased i'm nate roberts i'm ronnie godek take care and we'll see you next time oh my god Oh. <laughs>